0: Well, as you've heard, it's a baptismal service today, and a baptismal service is always a very special time. Lindsay Jones, who is a Baptist minister in New Zealand, told me about when he was a teenager. He was a youth at LA North's church, and Dr. North, when he had a baptism, he used to put these big waders on, and he'd sort of cover the top part with his shirt and it would look quite respectable but one day him and another guy in the youth group cut a slit in his waders and so here he is, he gets into the baptistry and his waders start filling up with water and so by the time the baptisms were all over, he was so full of water that they had to lift him out of the baptistry there's a lot of stories about what happens at baptismal services. There's stories of animated preachers who get so excited that they forget there's this open pool behind them, and they step back and they suddenly baptize themselves. Well, being baptized is a, a highly significant step in our walk with the Lord. And I want to begin by reading to you about Jesus' baptism. And that's found in Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 to 17. So it says, Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, tried to stop him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and yet you're coming to me. Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this, to fulfill all righteousness. Then John agreed. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he came up out of the water. And at that moment, the heavens opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. And so when Jesus was baptized, it occurred in a public place in the Jordan River in Israel. Crowds of people had come out into the wilderness to hear John the Baptist preach. And they were convicted of their sin. And they indicated their repentance and their turning to God by being baptized but when jesus stepped up to john and said i want to be baptized john was shocked and stunned he knew that jesus had lived a perfect life and so he had no sin to repent of it seemed totally inappropriate for jesus to be baptized But Jesus wanted to make his spiritual commitment and actions known to everybody. And so there he was. He was baptized in those muddy, dirty waters of the Jordan River. But, you know, as soon as that baptism took place, a supernatural thing happened. And verse 16, as we've read, it says, As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water... At that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him, I am well pleased. You know, in New Testament times, someone was only referred to as a son when they'd actually grown up into adulthood. A son was someone who could receive an inheritance and manage that inheritance. Some versions change that word son to child, but we're not really talking about a child here. And this is it was at this point that God referred to Jesus as his son. And so that's an incredible word. You know, you parents... Imagine your feelings when your child is presented with a significant award. I remember one year, our oldest daughter received the all-round merit award, the Principal's Cup for the high school that she went to. And in the same year, she won an award that was the young woman of distinction in Tauranga. And on those two occasions, that year, when she was a She received her award. I I thought, that's my girl. You know, I'm so proud of you, Becky. And then she came down and I gave her a big hug. And I said, you're a great kid, Becky. I'm really proud of you. And you know, that's how God was feeling. When Jesus was baptized, this is my beloved son. I am so pleased with you, Jesus, for doing what you know you've got to do. And so God was delighted, pleased, proud of his son. And his voice boomed between heaven and earth on in that special moment. And that moment marked the beginning of a new chapter in the life of Jesus. Jesus was 30 years old. And things would never be the same again. This act of obedience brought God's approval and empowering upon Jesus. It signaled the launch of his public ministry. Jesus later changed the meaning of baptism. There was a baptism of John, but now there is a baptism of believers in Jesus. And this this is made clear in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 3 where it explains what baptism is really all about. It says, Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that he was buried and he was raised on the third day. And so Jesus died, and his death is symbolic of baptism. And this is made clearer in Romans chapter 6, verses 3 and 4, where it says, Or have you forgotten that when we become Christians and were baptized to become one with Jesus Christ, we died with him. For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. And so when we are baptized, that is symbolic of us burying our old life under the water and coming up to a new life where we honour God and we live and serve Him. Jesus' baptism indicated what Jesus was about to do. It was a public commitment that He was going to go to the cross, that He was going to take the punishment that you and I deserved for our sin. He was willing to give up his life in obedience to God so that he could save our lives. You know, in our culture, an engagement ring symbolizes our commitment to another person, our commitment to get married. But the ring is not the marriage. It's just a symbol of that commitment to join our life to the life of someone else. And so Jesus' baptism was a bit like him giving an engagement ring to us. He showed us that he was so committed to us that he would give his life to save us. It was such an important moment that God even announced it from heaven. It's also important that we publicly declare our faith in Jesus Christ. Our faith is not supposed to be a secret. Our physical actions reflect what is going on inside of us. And it's important for us to know that God also loves us and is pleased with us when we live our lives in obedience to him. And in Matthew 28 verses 19 and 20, it makes it very clear that Baptism is very important for all believers. Jesus said, go and make disciples of all nations. And when they accepted Jesus, baptize them in in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey, obey all of my commands and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. And so those verses make it clear that Jesus expects believers to be baptised. Baptism is one of those commands that disciples were told to know and to obey. And so it's wrong to regulate baptism to being something that's just an option or something that's not really very important. In Romans 8 verse 14, it says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And so we can all ask ourselves, am I being led by the Spirit of God? Because if you are, then you are God's child, you are God's son. Just like a father wants the best for his children, God wants the best for you and me. And he speaks to us in quiet whispers. He puts constructive, positive thoughts in our minds. He says, Do this, do that. And when we hear those voices, that voice, those whispers, those prompts, and we obey him, he leads us on this journey called life. Is Jesus directing you to be baptized? In Acts 5, verse 32, it says, He gives the Holy Spirit to those who obey him. See, I believe, you know, there's lots of verses that say, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. There's another verse that says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding." In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Now I want my life to be directed by God. And it says that he shines his light on our path. But sometimes he only shines enough light for our next step. And if God is saying to you, be baptised. Obey what I'm telling you to do. And you say, no, I don't want to do that. That's embarrassing. What will my friends think? No, I'm not that staunch. You know, I just want to be a sort of cool, um, under the radar type Christian. But if that's the next step he wants for you, and you say, no, no, I'm not taking that step. How do you know what the second step's going to be? Because it's a walk. It's a journey. And it's like if your car has broken down and it's a manual car and we're going to push your car and you're going to turn it on and you're going to put it in gear and let out the clutch and it's going to start. It takes more energy to get that car started when we start pushing it than it does to keep it moving. And so if you're on a journey with the Lord... And he's directing your path and you're hearing what he's telling you to do. But then he says, do this. And you say, no, no, I'm not doing that. Then you're stalled. You've stopped. So obey God and he will lead you. He will guide you on an exciting journey. In Romans chapter 1, verse 16, it says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel. Because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. I'm not ashamed of Jesus. I'm going to stick my hand up and say, look, I believe in you, Jesus, wherever I am. Because that releases his power in my life. If I deny him, Scripture says that he will deny me. And so I want to stand up for Jesus. And so Jesus was baptized by immersion as an act of obedience. That means he was put underneath the water. However, when he was eight years old, he had gone to the temple with his pe- eight days old. He went to the temple with his parents and he was circumcised and he was blessed and he was dedicated to God but now he was 30 and instead of saying look I was dedicated to God when I was eight days old when I was a baby now he's taking responsibility for himself and he's saying I want to take this next step that I know that you want me to do you know, I didn't get baptised until I was 27. And I told you last time we had a baptismal service that my brother, who was going to be baptised, him and his mate stole some biscuits when they were working for McKenzie's. They just took a packet of biscuits and they were eating them at the back of the shop. The police got called, my parents heard all about it, and my mum said, David, I shouldn't have said his name, um, You're not allowed to get baptised. How can someone that does things like that get baptised? And I thought to myself, well, I'm no better than he is. And if he can't get baptised, then I can't get baptised. I'm not going to get baptised. I'm not good enough to be baptised. And I realised now that in my own strength it was impossible for me to be good enough to be baptized, to do all of those things that God wanted me to do. But when I fell in love with Jesus, when I had a relationship with Jesus Christ, because I loved him and I wanted to please him and to obey him, it wasn't a matter of sort of ticking all the boxes to earn his love. I had his love and I wanted to please him. So I did what he wanted me to do. And as I do that, he continues to shine light on my path. So here at Taupo Baptist Church, we encourage believers' baptism by immersion. We provide opportunities for people to be baptized in the same way that Jesus was. Baptism doesn't make us a Christian any more than wearing a wedding ring makes us married. It's a response that says to everybody, I believe in Jesus. I'm not ashamed of Jesus. Romans 10 verses 9 to 10 says, If you declare with your mouth, that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Some people say, oh, look, it, all you have to do is believe in Jesus. No, we have to confess that we believe in Jesus. We've got to make it known. It's not a secret service situation. It's standing up, honoring God in our lives, obeying him, doing what he commands us to do and so if you haven't been baptized i encourage you to seriously consider taking this next step pray about it discover for yourself the importance of this spiritual act of obedience to god imagine hearing god say to you you're my special son or daughter With you, I am well pleased. And that's what Mara is saying today. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for sending Jesus to die and to conquer death so that we could have eternal life. Lord, we also desire to walk in relationship and obedience to you, to die to our past And to live productive, fruitful lives for you. Free us from every bond and yoke that is holding us back. So that we can walk in victory as we seek to follow you. And to be like Jesus. In Jesus name. Amen.